Probably heard I was broke from a broke Let's nigga. Go. Probably heard I'm a hoe from a hoe. I don't know what you know, I ain't running from no Let's go. These bitches be waiting in line at the shows. I don't want fuck with her, let my bro no, here. No. I'm the first one to come out of Charlotte. Oh, huh? Yeah, you know I put on for that foe, nigga. Let's go. What up, though? This is episode 197. This is 197 shit. I done forgot episode 197, I think, of the iHeartMiko podcast. I apologize. I don't apologize. I don't even know why I even try to say that. I don't apologize for skipping a couple of weeks. I really didn't give a fuck. I was enjoying myself. I told y'all that I have other things going on and I might miss weeks. And this is just how it is. And God, you know my spirit. <laughs> The Lord put it on my spirit to come and do an episode for you guys. I uh, I wanted to record last weekend. This, this bitch ass nigga who joined me today hustle owed me. What's wow. What's well, I, listen. What happened? I was ready. Now I was out caking. I was baking a cake, but I was home. And ready to work. I said, it, it, it's time. But then once you said, give you 30 more minutes, that 30 more minutes. That you start fucking. Shit, I can't even lie to you. If I, if I, I, I want you, you like. A fuck ain't but 50 pumps, my nigga. Nah, it's all the pit, but when I be on that hen dog, and I be on that Remy, it's all the pit. When I'm on that dog, when I'm on that dog, I got some self control. It's like saying no to drugs, goddamn. I got self control. That really true. I'm not making it up. Makes you like, I feel like it's racist because it's dark. It's dark skin, brown, like we the devil. You know what I'm saying? Light liquor don't make you do that. Dark liquor don't make you do this, that, the third. I don't know. Your ass was over there, balls deep. Hip work, you're hip work, fellas. You gotta make that. You gotta work them hips. It ain't about the force, fellas. Listen to me. It's not about the brunt force. It's about the hip work. Yeah. Hip work. It's like it's like a like, uh, ballroom dancing. Niggas think that shit gay, but when you in pussy, now, now when you in that pussy, that gay. When niggas in that pussy, you be looking. If, if you really recorded yourself and watch you when you trying to get in that pussy, you are doing some. You in some compromising positions sometimes. <laughs> True story. Well, um, so I hit you up today, literally like three hours ago, and was like, yo, what's up? You trying to record? He was like, yeah, after this Lakers-Mavs game. I didn't even want to watch the game when I found out the, the unicorn wasn't playing either. I was just like, we about to smack these niggas. Like, Luka is not enough. There's no way the Mavericks are going anywhere with just him. Nowhere. And not saying they don't have a lot of good guys on their team and everything, but one major superstar capable of giving you 25 a night losing him, it's tough. It's going to be a tough No, No, that's not enough, man. Luke is a game. I mean, KP is a game changer in little ways, like protecting the rim, rebounding, deflection. Just, just having to be, be, be accountable for him. Period. Yes. 7-4 active body. It's hard to find 7-2 seven, seven active bodies. I mean, that's, that's hard to find. Yeah, so we, we waited till the game was over, and I gave you a quick little outline. And So we're just going to go ahead and do this shit. We're going we gonna to get it popping. I don't know when I'm going to record again. I hope y'all enjoy this. Shout out to Hot Boys, first of all. Shout out to Hot <laughs> Boys. My nigga Quan is back this week, baby. He off the IR playing. 
I'm supporting. Um, that's like family to me, so I'm supporting him and, his, and, and you know, the team. We'll get into who I think will win the game and all that shit in a minute. But we got to go down the timeline. First thing I need to say is Happy New Year, Hustle. Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2020. Um, Christmas passed. I didn't record. Did you, you celebrate Christmas? <laughs> Did I? Oh, cool plan. I, mean, I know you got bitches. You got to buy bitches gifts. You, you, what? you don't celebrate Christmas. Niggas got to buy bitches gifts. No, you got to set the you got to set the expectations from the beginning. <laughs> if you set the expectation when you first meet them, look here, baby, I don't do these type of things. You don't got to worry about that. Okay. Well, I did. I celebrated Christmas this year. I got dumb drunk. I don't even know if you saw it on my gram. I got drunk. You? Yes, with my mother-in-law because I had to do, I was just doing her a solid. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause she's religious. She's still very religious. She celebrates the holidays and shit. So I was like, I'm about to get drunk. I, I went fucking driving all over Fort Lauderdale to find the vegan Baileys. And then I got the white handy. I already had the white handy. Somebody had given yeah. me a bottle. And I got the vegan whipped cream. And we just, we drank them to the whole bottle of Henny. That's some good, that's some good drinking. That white handy is some good drinking. Well, That's I, a good I got a surprise for everybody. I talked to somebody that works for Hennessy and like not just like a worker, but like deep in the sources of Hennessy. And you know what they told me? It's some bullshit. Yes. They told me that Hennessy White is the exact same as Hennessy Black. But when they put out Hennessy Black, nobody was buying it. Like nobody was buying it. And they was like, fuck, we got all this product. Nobody's buying it. So they made Henny White and just put some coloring in it to make it that color. It's the same ingredients as Hennessy Black. And everybody, and then they say, oh, we only going to sell it on the islands exclusively out of the U.S. And the shit blew up. Oh, my God. So if you want white Henny, just go get the black Henny. It's just a different color. Is way and it's right here in the United States. I'm on it. Thank you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I like the, I like the hustle. I like the scamming of the corporations trying to get their product off. I respect it, and we don't because we don't do any research. We information is power. Yeah. Information is power. Now, yeah, yeah. So I I got gifted it. I you know I drink regular Hennessy. I don't like Hennessy. It's not my drink of choice. But I know that if I drink Hennessy, I, I always, for some reason, I have fun. It just seems like I be having fun when I drink Hennessy. Weird. I know it's not. It's the dark liquor. I'm a Remy drinker. Remy's my favorite. I'm you know, I'm a whiskey, scotch, you know, bourbon kind of girl. But when I drink that, I get slid and I like, I go to sleep. But with the Henny, I'm up dancing, party with my mother-in-law. We drank till six in the morning. And it was this much left in the bottle. It's just you two. Just us two. No. no it was you get it. You two made a song called No. I'm a, okay. Well. <laughs> I even bought Christmas presents for my family and shit. You didn't buy me shit. Well, you, you wasn't here. I don't buy Christmas presents from nobody but the people that live in the house with me. That's it. I, nobody. My mama don't get nothing. My sister don't. Nobody gets shit. Nothing, because I don't celebrate that holiday. I buy if I see something and I want to buy it for my friends or my family, I just buy it all year. It don't need to be a reason. It don't need to be your birthday. Like nothing. If I see something, I'm like, damn, that I should get that for this person or that person. I just get it. I don't wait for Christmas. I don't. 
Okay. I mean, I had fun, and my family also finally celebrated Kwanzaa with me this year. Like, they did the whole thing. We made the kinar, and everything was pretty dope. I see that on your Instagram. I see that. I see, hey, lighting the candles. I said, I said okay, look at him. Kwanzaa, we, we here. We here. And then I got so much hate in my comments. People was like, Kwanzaa's a made-up holiday. You know that? I'm like, fuck, nigga. Only fuck you. Made up. Oh. My fault. Yeah. You say fuck on here. What you mean? Fuck you, man. <laughs> but yeah, but I had I had a good time with it, and then I dipped to LA for the New Year. And I haven't spent the New Year in LA since I started playing pro ball, which was like 1999. And I had the time of my life. Had a onesie party with like it was all girls onesie party. We did karaoke all the way to midnight, and we did karaoke till three o'clock in the morning. I made gumbo. You made some gumbo? And not vegan gumbo either. Oh, you ate it too? I ate the crab part. Yeah, I'll eat the I'll eat the gumbo like I Oh like yeah, you didn't put sausage in it. No, I put sausage in there, chicken and crab. And all I do is eat the crab out. Like the juice, everything has the meat. And if you're gonna eat meat, goddamn, you might as well eat the meat. But I couldn't eat the sausage and the chicken because you know it gives me the soupy parts or whatever. Yeah. But I, I can eat crab still. Crab doesn't, any seafood doesn't give me any issues while I'm on my vegan shit. But shit that have a bone in it or, you know, shit that, that got the same organs like we got, oh, man, my system be like, no, nah, we can't do it. We can't, we can't fuck with that. Like, I would shit on myself, like, within 12 hours of eating, I'm a soupy part all over the place. Friends loved it. We had potluck, so I didn't have to do everything. All my friends brought food. They was like, "Do we have to vegan food?" I was like, "No, bring whatever y'all want." And you need to tell your friends you got male friends too. They know that. They know I got male friends. No, male friends that don't want them. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. The next time I have a party in LA, I'm gonna invite you. Won't just be girls only. I invite. Yeah, I don't want them. It's, who you want then, nigga? Uh, I don't know. I just don't like. I don't want to talk to none of my homegirl friends like that. That's just awkward. It can be awkward. Why? It's just like you were dirty, then they go be coming to be like that nigga hustle ain't shit. Yeah, anything. The same thing if you was my homeboy. If you was a male, I wouldn't want you to talk to none of my. Yeah, just you know, it just causes too much extra shit when it don't have to be. What if you because, see some of my friends and you just like, oh my god, I got to have her. No, I didn't say that. You got some fine motherfuckers. What you mean? I can go down the list. I don't. It's it's not that women outnumber men in this world. Okay, respect. Respect. Okay. Well, I want to also uh, give you some respect uh, because I got my first FaceTime call from Hustle a couple of days ago. Hustle is in the iPhone family. Give it up, y'all. y'all see me? Y'all see me? Your boy? Hey, yeah, us in the building. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> My, I got two phones, but look at my two cases. Uh, I see it. Type of shit. Black, yeah. I'm black, my niggas. Where you get them hoes from? I got these for Christmas from Brent. Oh, uh, okay, BG. Fuck you. Okay, we must fight. He got me those for Christmas. He he got me he, he got me a bunch of presents, and I was just, I got him a gun for Christmas. First mm. one. No, he had a. I bought him. Gun, I bought him guns all the time. But when we got robbed, they stole my safe, and all of our guns were in the safe. 
So neither of us had guns. So I, you know, I had to start reading up. I'm a gun person. I carry gun every day. And I convinced Brent to finally get his license to carry. And he went and got his license to carry. So I just, I gifted him a gun, a new gun. Since he got his, he just got his license to carry. I feel like every man is supposed to have a gun. So, yeah. So Christmas was good, I guess. Uh, Kwanzaa was better because Aiden got to be educated on some of the things that I want him to learn about his culture, his people. And I just love that he doesn't, even though he's nine, he, um, he doesn't know all the things that, they, that this society and this culture says about black men. But when he gets older, he will hear things like black men ain't shit, they're criminals, they're dead people. You know, they're this and that. He's not going to believe any of it because I'm educating him now on the fact that he's a fucking You know, you are a god. People would die to be and everybody want to be black. <laughs> so, first subject we're going to get into is in the news. Now, I understand that I haven't been recording for a while and a lot of things have happened. I can't cover everything, y'all, and I'm not going to hold y'all for three hours like I did last time, but I just wanted to get into some topics and things that I won't hear you go. Fuck. I just wanted to give you some stuff that I might have missed last time and some new news. And so here we go. First subject in the news. Kyle Kuzma's trainer went on social media and he basically said that LeBron was looking Kawhi in the game against the Clippers. And he um, was basically saying that Kawhi is the best player in basketball. So my thing is, once the once the rumors came out that he was um, on the trading block, well, they was possibly saying that he that he's not fitting in with the system, and they might be looking to move him. That's when the rumor came out, and it just all looks a little bit tricky. And it just seems like everybody's constantly coming for LeBron. And and why do you think that is? And is it, it can't just be because he's the best? Because people are now saying he's not the best player in the league. Nah, it's just that he's older now. He's, he's, he's on his way down. Like, I don't care. He's a human being still. He can't, he can't get that effort, that energy, that consistent that's needed to, to stay at the mountaintop on a, on a consistent basis like that. Like, you see how young, vigorous, energetic Greek freak is. You see how the energy, the, the passion he got, the, it's like it's just different. Once you get a certain age and you done done it, it's just not the same. So, yeah, those guys are feeling like, yeah, it's that time. You know, crab in the bucket. We're going to try to pull you down. We ain't going to celebrate you. That's how, most, that's, that's how most people are. And my thing is, too, like, and I'm a, obviously a little big LeBron fan, and I knew at that time he had an injury that he was kind of nursing and that that if you're smart, you're not about to guard the best player on the other team while you injured in a game you're trying to win. Like you would probably put your best athletic player at the time on the person. And there's nothing inside of me that makes me even believe. I watched the game and LeBron was ducking him. I think it was their scheme to put somebody else on Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? That will be better off for the team. They still lost the game, but right. I just to say that he was ducking Kawhi. He's a. He said that Kawhi was the best player in L. A. Like is, LeBron is 35 years old. Okay, he been busting niggas asses since he was 18. 
Like, legit, Bunsen niggas asses for 17 years, and niggas finally feel like he's declining, and now they want to take shots. Perfect example, Stephen A. Smith. He go on his fucking show, and he kills me. This is what I hate about the, media, the sports media, is because I can sit right here right now and say, sources told me that uh, Tom Brady told Patriots, go fuck yourself. Y'all didn't have a good team for me. I want to go somewhere else. And that ain't even true. But all I do is say sources said it, and I'm validated. I can't be sued. Like, the player can't do anything to me. No one could do anything to me. So he comes on the air and says, sources told him that Kawhi said, this is what he literally said, Kawhi said that uh, he called it out LeBron saying that LeBron is ducking and LeBron don't want the smoke. First of all, Kawhi is so quiet. Even if he did say that, why, how would Stephen A? Did you, see, did you see Lil Williams' tweet response to yeah. it? And nigga just put the cap up. Yeah, right. He said, all I heard Lil, I don't hear Lil Williams. He said, I don't hear Kawhi say nothing. I just see him putting in work. Like, Kawhi I don't know. Say nothing. Like, like, who would even believe that? Even if he did say it, who would believe that, knowing how like monotone, how how quiet and selective about what he says and awkward he is. He's just awkward in interviews and talking. You could tell he's an awkward person. And just to hear him saying something like that, LeBron is ducking me. Like, why would he say it? Why? Mm, that's, I, I mean, that's Stephen A. I, I don't know if he tries to go with the pop. I don't, sometimes when he speaks, like, like, since I've gotten older, I've learned to understand and, and, and gain an understanding of some other people's mindset or perspective, even when it's different from mine. But sometimes, man, it just, it seems, it seems very weird, very, very weird, some of the, some of the sides and perspectives they take in, in, in debates. I think Stephen A. does a lot of things for shock value, and he wants to just be seen. Like, he really thinks like he's the athlete. Now that he's making this $8 million a year, like, he really feels like he's that. Five. I thought it was eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Okay, yeah. But he, I just feel like he's just going to continue to just say things to, like, make people go wow and click on his link. And he just talks so loud and everything. And I'm just like, shut up. You've gotten there, okay? Massa put you on top. Got it. Noted. But calm down, my nigga. Like, why do you have to continue to make enemies with these players? You can still be a, media, a credible media source and still keep it real as real as you say you want to keep it. And, and not have to, like, I wouldn't even report no shit like that if I didn't hear it from Kawhi, because it just looks stupid. I don't even know he's making enemies of players. I feel like he's picking sides for what, what, what he wants now. Like, um, you know, I feel like it was no different when Kobe was at the top. He wouldn't attack Kobe. He wouldn't say, you know, it's the same thing like with Kawhi. He's not going to attack Kawhi. He's not going to say anything. I mean, to me, that's just, that's Stephen A. Like, like he, now he tries to speak highly of LeBron because he wants to, he, I, I, I guess he probably want to get an interview or probably want to get something for LeBron retired. So now he tries to speak nicely, speak highly. That's my perspective when I see it. Just like how he kind of did with Kevin Durant to get, you know, it just, 
I don't know. I feel like every time Stephen A. doing something, it's a perspective, it's an angle that he's trying to get. Calculated. It's all fucking calculated. Speaking of Katie, Kendrick Perkins, who alleges that he was trying to big up Russell by calling him Mr. Thunder, said some things about um, Westbrook being the best Thunder player in their history. I want to get your opinion on that, um, but I also want to get your opinion on Durant feeling a way about that and then hitting up because cause what, what he also said, and my thing is, if you want to give Russell some props or whatever, you could do that without, not at the expense of Kevin Durant. You know, for you to say that they couldn't, you know, like they didn't win any game, they didn't get out of the first round, all this stuff. And so Durant responds and says, yeah, we had a center that averaged two points and three rebounds. That's why we couldn't get anything done. And then he turned around and was like, you did the ultimate bitch move and went to the team that was three and one. What is your perspective on these two arguing? And, and I, I assumed that they were friends, but it doesn't appear that they're friends right now, like the way they're talking to each other. Because, my nigga, that's like a phone call. That's a conversation that you have with your homeboy. You don't put that out on Twitter. But it did, and that lets me know that there's no friendship there. I get I don't know. I feel like, like I said, I feel like Kenny Perkins is – at this point, trying to advance his career or do something of that nature, you know. Um, yeah, because he's been and, doing and, and him, and, yeah, and him, and he's been like you said, like I, it just, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like everybody know KD is the best Thunder. It's like yeah, the shit don't make sense. They ain't won a playoff series since Kevin Durant left. Like, damn. Yeah, they made it to the second round and lost when he got hurt. But you did average two points and three rebounds. Like, you just, no, nigga, that's true. Like, you tripping. Like, response to that? Yeah. Did you see Kendrick Perkins' response to that? Yeah, about the, about the going to. Two points and three rebounds. Yes, what Kevin Durant, what Kevin, uh, what, uh, Kendrick Perkins said? Yeah. Yeah, about the going to Golden State. You ain't got no heart shit. No, no, no. He said in defense of averaging two points and three rebounds, the reason that they brought him to the team is because they had no dog in the middle and they needed somebody to come and set screens and get a little aggressive with the big men in the West. And that's he said his role wasn't to score points. His role was to come in and be the horse, the dog that they needed inside. And that's what he said. He didn't mind, you know, taking away from his offensive game and his statistical game. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, stop. Name a season he averaged. Have you ever averaged 10 points? <laughs> I can't recall. That's, that's what, what I was like. No, have you ever averaged 10 points? Like I told you, I don't think, I don't know if he's doing this for a job, for something, but he's acting like Ryan Hollins right now. Yeah. He's yeah. acting like Ryan Hollins. Like, I, I'm not the type of person that say you can't speak on the game because you wasn't great or you got to be at a certain level to do No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But you can't compete in that way. No. You was there. Yeah, like, you got you to yeah, go like, down a little bit. You're going too far. Yeah, Kevin Durant, he was – I mean, Kevin Perkins was dead wrong for the fact that – Yes, you can't say, oh, he's Mr. Thunder because he, uh, you, 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 when Kevin, when Russ got hurt, you didn't make it past the second round. If you go critique him in that way, Russell didn't make it past the first round at all. What's Katie, you know? Yeah. 
So it's like, what are you saying? You're not making any sense. It's like, now you're trying to, you, you, it's like you take, I feel like he taking a shot at, at KD. KD was right to respond, like, what the fuck? If, if he good. Just say he good. Don't, don't, don't critique my shit to the highest level, and you ain't critiquing that motherfucker to the highest level. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's accurate to say that he's Mr. Thunder regardless, because if we just really going off of who was the best player in their history, including when they was in Seattle, it's not even a question. It's not close. It ain't a debate. It was Kevin Durant. He's been the best player on every single team he's ever played on, including the Warriors, in my opinion. Now, him going to the Warriors can be seen as big shit, as I know you feel a way about that, and you want to put an asterisk by his championship. Do you still feel that way? Oh, yeah, no. When I say yeah, it's not the best move, no, that is. It, that's a questionable move, him going there. But I'm not saying that, you know, he still has to perform on that level, on that stage. And he still got on that stage and performed. So you got to give him credit for going on that stage and perform. But to say it's easier, yeah, I can say that was an easier route because he didn't have to beat Golden State. He didn't have to. You know what I mean? And I, but I just, it's just hard for me to get mad at him because I know he didn't want to play with Russ anymore. And where else was he going to go? Was he going to go? That's what I'm saying. So it's hard to be like, oh, no. But you got to give him props because he was great before. Shit, he averaged 30 points and shot over 50% from the field the first time when he played, even when he played with Russ. So you got to get, it's hard to discredit him in that aspect of him. Yeah. But you know it was an easier path, but it's hard to discredit him. Yeah. Still for, for winning it. Oklahoma, when they let James Harden go, they was done. There was nothing yeah. to be done. They was done. And so I feel like the reason he did it too, him and Westbrook was obviously having issues. Remember, we was talking about the whole Batman and Robin, who's Batman, who's Robin. And he should have been Batman the whole time. And when you see your Robin trying to be Batman all the time without a jump shot, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bad basketball decisions being made left and right. <laughs> I mean, where else was he gonna go? Where, where I tell, I tell people all day. When I watched that NBA Finals against, they could have beat Miami. They were supposed to beat Miami. They could have. And I'm a LeBron fan. They were supposed like Kevin, like for, Kevin Durant led them in scoring, and Russell Westbrook led them in shot attempts. <laughs> Come on, man! Like no, like if he would have been like. Hey, we gonna get this ball to KD. It would have been a totally different ball now. Yeah, and a lot of people, in my opinion, yeah, because a lot of people feel like well, Westbrook can score too. Nobody can stay in front of him. He's so fast. It's a lot of people that are just great athletes, but that don't mean you're the best player. and You should be taking all those shots. You shouldn't. Uh, he still don't got a jump shot to this day. Still. To this day. Oh, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse when the postseason come this year. It's going to get worse. All that, like I said, all that trying to shit on Chris Powell, like it was Chris Powell's fault. No, James Harden. Chris Powell and beat them the other day. They whooped their ass. I I mean, not even that. It's just the fact that you know Chris Powell has one of the highest basketball IQs, has been one of the best basketball undersized point guards playing ever in the NBA. It's like now all of a sudden he's playing with James Harden. He can't play. Or, or he not good. Like, come on now. They don't got nothing. James Harden plays a bad brand of basketball. And now you got Russell. 
I really hope that, and you know I be have an issue with Chris Paul dribbling leather off the basketball. We've discussed this. However, that has nothing to do with how great he is. And I'm hoping, and I know it's not possible because of his contract, but I'm hoping that he end up a Laker at some point. Well, I want him to play with LeBron so bad. That's like one of my biggest dreams as a basketball fan for me is to see Chris Powell and LeBron playing together. And do you I want to see do you get to really see LeBron play off the ball? Yeah, that would be fun you, to watch. I can't even man. and then if he was to meet the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals with LeBron, that would be fun, my nigga. That I would him and Patrick Beverly would go the fuck at it. It would be just man. fun to me. It would be fun to see, but the contract, I think the contract is just not gonna work. It's too high. I don't know how that, that would even be possible. I mean, anything's possible in the NBA. Let me just say that, because we know these players be making shit fucking happen. You know, but I don't know if that, that works out. They would probably pull pull the plug on it. You know how niggas do. They be, they be hating or whatever. But <laughs> in that whole discussion, I just feel like Kendrick Perkins, uh, he's just reaching on a lot of stuff. He talked, he was talking shit about, um, about uh, <clears throat> damn, what's my nigga name? The, the, the Nets. From um, the Cavs. Net, which is Jefferson? Point guard. Point guard. No. That's your kid? No. Now, today, Nets. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. He went at Kyrie and said that Kyrie does not play against any of his former teams once he leaves them. Like, he talked about how when he left the clip, the Cleveland team, he only played against them one time in his whole career. And then when he left Boston, he hasn't played against them either. And he's trying to say it's like a thing with him where he's, like, intentionally not playing against his opponents just to, like, bring down ticket sales or, like, you know, piss off the, the franchise that he left. Because once people know he's not playing, a lot of people just ain't coming. They're not wasting their money. You know what I'm saying? And he said that, and I went and looked back, and it is true, but he's saying it's intentional. Like, it's a literally an intentional thing that he's doing. And I'm just like, dog, you don't know that to be true, and you just be running your mouth like Perkins be just out here saying the most disrespectful shit for a nigga that never averaged more than 10 points. <laughs> See, I don't, don't want to say a dude that never did this, a dude, that shit is... But, Dang. God, he be man. Yeah, he, he, he be bugging sometimes. Yeah, but, you know, it's entertainment, I guess. I guess he's just trying to get his way into a job, like a consistent job somewhere. Like, that's why I'm so happy that I don't want to be a thirst bucket and do and say whatever to get a job. Like it just, it just takes away from my love as a journalist, as a sports journalist to like lie or just say mean things intentionally about people just to get like clicks and to feel like, oh, I'm a source, like I'm gonna get a job. Like I just think it's disgusting. It's just, it's just weak to me. It's just weak as a journalist. But a lot of these guys were never journalists. These motherfuckers was pro athletes. Well, pro athletes, right out of high school. Yeah, they don't, they don't know nothing about the art of journalism and the fact that I went to school for this shit and there's like a love, there's integrity involved. Like I learned all these things when I went to broadcasting school and they don't have that. Everybody's just trying to be the hot ticket. It's annoying me. It's annoying me. I'm so mad that I went to school. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Shout out my, my shoes at the time to pay for my college. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Um, John, what's his name? John Bailey. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. The coach of the Cavaliers. 
I guess they had like a film study watching shit or whatever. And he called mm-hmm. them slugs. But he, it was an accident. He meant to call them slugs. Now, the, the, it was a source that this was leaked by some players and he called them thugs. And a lot of people got in their feelings because the word thug means black, ghetto, ignorant man. You know, like just this negative connotation and stereotype that come with the word thug. And so it went viral. And, you know, a lot of the players that are in the media and even some that aren't, they, it was it was kind of split half that's disrespectful. You should never call black, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's racist. And the other side of it was like, well, why the fuck didn't they check the nigga when he said it? If you feel a way about that, why the fuck wouldn't you like, oh, cause like, like you're a grown up, you in the NBA. It's not really like the NFL where they muzzle the niggas and shit. In the NBA, if a coach say something to you, you should say, you could say something back and nothing will happen to you. In fact, the coach will probably get fired, you know? So what did you think about him calling them thugs? In, in the practice, like, right? what was your opinion? I didn't think anything of it at all. Mm. I feel like, <clears throat> shit, motherfuckers is ignorant. You motherfuckers are very, very ignorant is how I feel about that shit. And that's the truth. Like, what the fuck? Y'all got to be the dumbest mother... Well, let me not say that, because that's dumb is not the word to use. It is ignorant. You motherfuckers are very fucking ignorant. Like, what the fuck? Anybody can be a fucking thug. You you got to be dumb just to say, oh, they use the word thug. They're talking about black people. How the fuck? Why the fuck would you even own that shit? That's how stupid that shit sounds. No. Anybody can be a fucking thug. Uh, it can be a group of white motherfuckers doing some outlandish shit that they shouldn't be doing and that thug. Like, no. So, no. I don't feel like shit. You motherfuckers playing like thugs. That means you motherfuckers are out of control. You motherfuckers... Even if you look up the Webster Dictionary of the word thugs, you're not going to see black people doing it. No. It's going to say a group of people acting a certain way. Whatever... When you look up the word thugs, it's not going to be... You're not going to see black. You didn't take anything racial behind it. No. Hell no. Because I don't... Cause I don't look at thugs as just black people. That's stupid. That means you demeaning yourself. How I'm not no, it's your mind. Yeah. If your mind think it, that, that's just how you go. In my mind, a thug ain't just a black person. Any fucking body can be a thug. So why the fuck I'm gonna get mad because he said thug? Alright, I'm not a thug. Right. That's I, I know it's like no, so it's like no man, a word shouldn't have that kind of that word should have that kind of power over people. It's not the word nigger. Like when something yeah, it's not, nigger, no. I don't go into this like Dragon Ball Z rage where I'm just like because I don't think yeah. I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right, I'm yeah, laugh yeah. At you because now I know that I've done something to you. I've offended you in a way that you think you gotta go to the ultimate level to attempt to offend me back. And it doesn't offend me. You know, yeah. like I've been called nigger a whole bunch of times and I just be laughing at people. I feel like you gonna you ain't gonna swing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, it's just it's just stupid. Like it's not no, you know what I'm saying. But the media people make it more than what it is. Now this, it's like nah, nigga. If I'm the dude, if I said it, man, yeah, I don't know. I just me personally, I felt like if I was in that meeting and I was a player and I heard the coach call me a thug and it made me feel like he was being racist or offensive to me anyway. Say something. I want you check it on site. 
You ain't gonna have to hear about sources or you know somebody snitched in on the team. No, I'm gonna check this nigga right now and be like, yo, chill the fuck out with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? If that makes me feel away. But y'all didn't say nothing to him. Y'all let him get the shit off, and then y'all went and snitched it to the media. Then he gave a fake apology. He ain't apologize. He ain't sorry. Then he tried to say, oh, I meant slugs, because they were playing like slugs. Like, bro, slugs and thugs is not. It's Come not on now. And then he got, that's it. but you know, ain't no, it really ain't no, ain't no hood cats in the league like that. Most, most, most cats. I don't know, I could be wrong, but most cats I know got mamas and daddies. When I be watching the draft, when I watch the NBA draft, I see the nigga come down. Like, I see the mother come down the aisle with their mom and daddy and shit most of the time. They be out in they suit. They, hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, shit, I could be wrong, but hey. Yeah, well, I'm going to just say, just because a nigga mama and daddy there, that don't mean they didn't grow up badly. That can, that in the hood, like, that could still mean Okay, oh, well let me let me give my discretion for the for the for the East Coast and West Coast motherfuckers. In New York, in California, in those areas, you can grow up in the hood and still have a mom and a daddy. I get it. The cost yeah, of living, the cost yeah. of living, the cost of living and all that shit in those areas are higher. So people can stay in the project and still be paying high. Yeah, that's I get it. But if you in the down south in in Dallas and Texas or no shit where no and hey, you got a mom and a daddy you ain't standing in the project. Damn. The way they set the way it's set up, the way the government system assistance is set up, a man can't even be in the house. Correct. Because they so, won't allow the woman to get government funding section eight. There it is. That's pretty much how they broke up the black family. You know, that's, that's a, that was a part of the way that they got the black man out of the fa- out of the household. You know, and getting the black woman alone, and they could put the black man in jail after that, and then threatening the black woman with losing her benefits if she lets her man in the house. Yeah, man. Podcast. We we ain't even finna. We gonna talk sports with y'all. We ain't even finna give y'all the the, the DVD version. <laughs> um, I wanna, you know, a lot of people. I got a lot of comments, and everybody was saying that they wanted to have you on the podcast because. They wanted to hear yo what the fuck you got to say about the Cowboys not making the fucking playoffs this year. Like y'all didn't make the playoffs, bro. Y'all was talking a lot of shit all year. Y'all came out smoking early, playing against a bunch of bum ass teams. And anytime y'all played a team that was don't cover up your face, my nigga. Anytime y'all played a team that was over five hundred, y'all got y'all ass whooped. And then everybody was blaming on Jason Garrett. I'm not one of those people. I believe the, the reason that you guys lost that, those games was predominantly that Prescott. Predominantly. There was one game, I believe, that wasn't his fault, but the, uh, most of the losses was your quarterback. Um, well, give me your opinion. Why y'all didn't make the playoffs? How did you feel about it? You know, Jason Garrett finally got fired. Y'all got Mike McCarthy. Are you happy? Do you think this is a good move? Bad move. What's next? Okay. So now that the season over, we have finally got rid of us, the dude is making us lose. We can do what we got to do to get the most out of our team. So I know you want to blame Dak and you want to say Dak this and Dak that, and that's fine. I understand you doing that because we didn't run the ball as much as we normally do, and we passed the ball more. Yeah, and he and when he was passing the ball, he was fucking up. 
Not all the time. So now, the issue with us is we don't have a culture. We got the talent, but we don't have a culture. We had a young offensive coordinator. We had a, a, a coach that didn't do nothing but this. And he had no backbone. See, I'm not saying I'm not saying Jerry's not the reason Gary didn't have didn't do his thing, whatever it was. Because Gary could possibly be a good coach, but we need a coach go somewhere else and prove it to y'all. Yeah, he could, but we need a coach that got the backbone to deal with a motherfucker like Jerry. And do you think Mike McCarthy has that? Hell yeah! He anybody that goes the best, the the quarterback was considered the best of your generation. People consider Aaron Rodgers the best of the generation. Well, but did you hear the, the criticism that Aaron Rodgers had of Mike McCarthy? He pretty yes. much said we did not have an offense. And Nick had just handed me the ball and was like, "Do your magic." <laughs> Are you not worried about that? No, because. When a man faces adversity and he looks it in the eye and say, this is my weaknesses, let me go work on it, I can respect that. Okay. He ain't being like Ben Simmons. Okay. He being like, he, he got, he, he went and seen some gurus. He built a little cave in his eye. He was like, shit, I want to get better. He built he, I want to be better. This is a dude that had the best record in the NFC, won the Super Bowl. He for a story like we for a story franchise like we he got a proven resume. It started out great. You don't think that that proven resume has a lot to do with the fact that he had the best quarterback? Yeah, no, no, man. It all play a part. Quarterbacks and coaches in football play a part. You need both. Cause them coaches, the coaches is what galvanize the teammates. The coaches what give you the culture, the strong locker room, like what Michael McCarthy for the bring us right now. You heard what Michael Bennett said. Michael Bennett said. Michael Bennett said we got them. When I went into this Cowboys locker room, I was like, what the fuck? Y'all some hoes. Yeah, this is not. And that your owner created that culture. He he literally hired a coach and then hired all of his staff for him. And it's yeah. a coach from the owner's box. He may have done that. Successful doing that. You, you did you hear about the situation where the players would, who didn't even go to Garrett with anything? They went to Jerry Jones. They went over his head like that right there. He took his balls from him. And I understand you saying you should, as a man, you shouldn't let nobody do that. But it seemed that you see the letter that J- Jerry Jones wrote to this nigga when he fired him, nigga. That sounds like a breakup. That sounded like a, a divorce. Like, he didn't even want to get rid of him. He sounded heartbroken. Yeah, he did. You know what I thought about Jay-Z song? I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I got to let this <laughs> one. <laughs> no, fuck that. Like. They had a relationship. I, I did, they did. But all they do is let me know how much of a bitch Garrett is when it comes to manning up. It's the same shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like in sports, teams take the identity of their head coach. So regardless of what's going on. I can respect t- that even if I don't agree with it. I can respect that. I do. Like, okay, I like Coach Tumlin right now. When Coach Tumlin lost all that shit, he lost Ben, he lost Le'Veon, he lost A.B. He lost, like, now he lost his tight end. 
they still went out there and competed and did whatever because they take on the identity of their coach. And they coach is a strong, fiery competitor. We don't know what Jason Garrett is. So we don't know what Jason Garrett is. You know what else we don't know? We don't know what our football team is. Okay. It's the same thing, in my opinion. Bill Belichick. continue to be mediocre if y'all can. Bill Belichick, stern, focused, determined. Like, hey, we know mistake. He has control of the entire organization. That right there alone is just empowering as a coach. You feel confident. If your owner don't believe in you, he don't even believe in you enough to hire your own staff. Like, my nigga, I would have just been sitting there collecting a check like Garrett, too. Like, nigga, I'm just here. There's uh, like, well, no power. He's not letting me do anything. I don't get to the, now they're gonna stop me from calling plays and these niggas saying it's my fault. The play call, and the play call was still trash when he wasn't calling the plays. It was still and that's fine. So and all that shit is fine. So still making me go back there. That he the reason. That's why he got to go. And we got him gone. Now we got somebody who can change the culture of our locker room. Mike McCarthy gonna change the culture of our locker room. Watch. Okay. I, I, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like it because now we don't have you, the excuse is out the door. The excuse yeah. is out the fucking door. Now, that is now, the excuse. Now the question is going to be who do they keep? Do they keep the, this defensive player that they have, the corner that they need to sign? Do they keep Cooper? Do they keep Dak? They ain't going to have enough money to keep everybody. So what's up? What they going to do? I think they're going to make the team go back to outcomes. So you, you, I don't know that they can pay Amari and um, Dak Prescott what they both want and what the the, you know, the league would be asking for Amari Cooper. He can go somewhere and get broke off. He can stay that there. That is true. I, yeah, I didn't even know Coop was that good until he came to Dallas. <laughs> I didn't know he – I did not know his route tree was so awesome until he came to Dallas. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. I said, oh, my God. He made Dak look good. That's what I said last year. This year I thought Dak was decent. Yeah, he yeah, he he might he might go somewhere good. I think they might franchise both of them if they have to keep. So why y'all lose to the Eagles? We don't have our identity. The Eagles bang the fuck up. Like it is it was just bad out here. And y'all identity or not. You have a better football team than them, flat out. And this is what I have an issue with you about this whole identity and the coaches. To me, and I was a professional athlete, I'm married to one, I know lots of them, and I don't give a fuck what the coach identity is. I don't need his identity to go out there and get my check and get my respect from other players in the league. That's what I do know. And they came out and laid eggs against teams that was over 500 consistently. How y'all beating up on the weaker teams and now it ain't, it ain't, you know what I'm saying, the identity is cool, but when you play against a team that's good, y'all stink. That's not identity. That's just... Yes, it is. That's coaching. That means we got a coach that can't coach on a high level. You got, coach players, on the, you got players that are not playing on a higher level because they're not good enough. I can't say nothing. I gotta let you shit on my team. I gotta take this. And, and, and that's cool for right now. But like I told you, we got a coach that can't coach on a high level. He don't know what it is. Now we got a coach that's been coached in the Super Bowl. Yep. 
the player, he don't have it bigger. We got a coach that understand what the locker room, the determination with our players got to have now. Well, that same that same locker room that he came from couldn't fucking wait for him to leave, nigga. Couldn't. Man, that, that shit happened. When you've been with a team for 30 years, Tom Brady tired of Bill Belichick. That shit happened when you've been with some shit over 30 years. All right, speaking of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, is the, is the era over? Are they done with them? Man, you know that shit over. It's over. <laughs> He wanted to trade Tom Brady for Jimmy G. Two years ago. Yes. And Tom Brady want to leave. I feel like they both have something to prove in their mental because the way the media promotes it is they win together. Correct. And no, so no they, that's what people say. They, you either on one side or the other. You either on the, they win it because of Belichick's system or they win it because of Tom Brady's greatness. That, um, that, that's what I mean when I say the word. I'm saying it's both. That's what I mean, both Brady or Belichick. How do you want? Who do you think is the reason that they won six championships and was so great and just ran through the era? I mean, like, like me personally, Tom Brady is not the best quarterback of this era. Aaron Rodgers is. Anybody that says Tom Brady is the greatest, I'm not gonna argue with you. Nick got six rings. How stupid would I look to be arguing with that? Respect. I got that. I'm, I don't look at championships because it's a team game. But if you're looking at just actual game, and I put Tom Brady on those uh, Green Bay Packers teams and I put Aaron Rodgers on those teams, I think Aaron Rodgers wins more than six championships. Just my opinion. I don't think Aaron Rodgers, I don't think Tom Brady wins the championship that Aaron Rodgers won, not with that team, not with the adversity and all the shit that he's gone through. Aaron Rodgers has had plenty, like, plenty of seasons where he didn't have any real weapons. He was, Remember that no punk game? Remember the no punk, the no punk game? No offense, no offense, no scheme. These niggas just hike and rent and he just dropped back and was just playing street football, like out here, like who open, who open? Man, hey, listen to me, you're not for the quick. See, like now for you trying to shit on my coach. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just asking you. It, it wasn't. Go, go back to the. Go back to the Patriots. Let's stay focused. Let's stay on there. Who is responsible for Tom Brady and and the Patriots six Super Bowls? I say sixty forty Belichick. Okay, why? Because it's, I mean, because even when you look at games they win, other than the coaching. Special teams plays, the trick plays, shit, the, the, the position that he puts the defense in. He's one of the coaches I know that it don't matter. He trying to make you beat him with your weakness. Right. And I feel like that's a Belichick thing. That's not a Tom Brady, like how he coached the defense. Your best, your best, most of the time, your best player is not going to beat him. It's going to be somebody. Let me play devil's advocate for a little bit, whether I agree with you or not, neither here nor there. A lot of people would say that there's no, don't give a fuck what your scheme was or how, what type of position you put your defense in or whatever. If you don't have Tom Brady throwing those balls like that, you ain't winning shit. What is your no, Tom Brady, made some, Tom Brady made some unbelievable plays. No, that's why I said 60 40. 60 40, 40% is a, is a big amount. Yeah, it is. It's it is, but but it's more. But but football is offense, defense, and special teams. Mm -hmm. 
It's, it's two other levels where he ain't on the field. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't give a fuck how good your special teams is, and I damn sure don't give a fuck how good your defense is. If you ain't got no quarterback that can sling it and get the job done and score points, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. You going to win some games. You going to luck up because any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody, and that it has a lot to do with coaching, in my opinion. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you look at the entire 16-game schedule and the playoffs, the teams that won the championship, I don't can only think of one year where I think a bum quarterback won a Super Bowl. And that was Peyton like, Manning. Huh? Peyton Manning. I'm not going to call Peyton Manning a bum. Oh, okay. He's my favorite quarterback of all time. Yeah, I don't think he's a bum. I just, I'm, just keeping, I'm just keeping it above. That last Super Bowl in Denver? That shit was I was I was a little bit hot. He was trash dookie. Yeah, he was. Okay, boys. That ain't even the one. And the only reason I say that's not the one because he was great. The Ravens uh Super Bowl championship. Uh oh uh uh Matt Trey Denver. Yeah. Nigga was should have never he should never even be able to grace the pages of a Super Bowl champion. Just yeah. as an overall quarterback. You see what yeah, I'm he saying? He was the backup. He was the yeah. backup to start the year. Make any sense to me. But he won, so I can't take that from him. But I truly feel like the quarterback is the reason. The main reason. You could coach your ass off. You could draw up the plays. You could tell a nigga exactly where to go, how to do it, where to go. Your quarterback is going to that's why they're get they get the most money, the most guaranteed money. That's why they're the faces of the franchise. They are the brain of the entire operation. And that is what Tom Brady was. Now, I cannot argue, and the reason that I even agree, I low-key agree with you, I would actually say it might be 70-30 Belichick is because I've seen the Patriots without Tom Brady and they look the same. <laughs> they look I don't even get that argument. I can't even hold you. They look the fucking same, if not better. They look better. They look good with Garoppolo. They look good with what's the black nigga name in Indiana now? Um, Kobe Brissett. Kobe Brissett. They look good with the nigga before who Tom Brady took over for. Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. They look the fucking same. You know. So, but what I do like about this is now. We're going to get to see Tom Brady in somebody else's system. We're going to get to see Belichick all 16-game season with another quarterback. Now, in Tom Brady's defense this year, and remember I was the one, you was the one telling me, you tripping, you worried about Tom Brady. It's not December. He going to turn it on December. Then you was like, no, nah, December don't matter. They already making the playoffs. When he get to the, play, when, when he get to the playoffs, he going to be different. The nigga out of here. The fuck out of here. And Ryan Tannehill beat him. And I called the win. Oh, my God. He didn't have shit this year. But a lot of times he didn't have shit. And he still made something out of nothing. This year, the reason he couldn't make something out of nothing is because he's washed. It's washed. Can he still play for a couple years? Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if he's washed. I don't know if he's washed because y'all keep saying he didn't have shit. All the years he had shit, he still had Gronkowski and Ellen. He had Gronkowski and Ellen all the years, so to say he didn't have shit. He didn't have the weapons that a lot of other teams have, and he still went and won the championship. What he did have was a top five defense every time he won as well. But this year, what they did not have is Tom Brady's heart and mind. He was pussy. 
He was scared. He could see it in his eyes, my nigga. Anytime he thought some pressure was coming, that nigga was curling up on the ground, sleep. Like, I'm not going to get hit, and you can't do that as a quarterback. You fucking up. You got to stand in that pocket sometimes and take him the ribs and shit. You got to be, you got to boss up. Every quarterback is going to get hit. Some of the greatest plays I've ever seen, a quarterback got fucked up. Tom Brady wasn't having that this year. Mm-mm. That ball was going into the dirt. He led the league in throwaway balls this year. And I've been telling you all fucking no, feel some pressure, he either gonna curl up and fall, or he'll throw that bitch away. He can't win like that. He went into the paid Madden mode. He yeah. went into the paid Madden. In the winning protection mode. Right. Man, that shit was crazy. Now, where do you think Tom Brady is going to go? Do you, can you think of any good landing spots? I have a couple in mind, but I want to know what you think. I don't, I don't, for some reason, I feel like he, I was thinking San Diego. LA, but San Diego, yes. Yeah, I was thinking San Diego, man. I feel like they let Phillip go. I feel like they got two good running backs, two good tight ends, a good wide receiver. Okay. Yeah, they got yeah, they got I feel like they got a perfect setup and it's warm so his body don't gotta go through all that cold shit, you know what I mean? In my opinion. Well, I think that that is probably the best landing spot for him, especially since he's from the West Coast, he's from the Bay, but, you know, it's a, a fucking hour flight. But where I would like to see him go, and this is going to go to my next question, is Tampa Bay. Now, next question, is Jameis Stange? Does he deserve to stay? Should he stay? What do you think the Bucks should do? Should they keep Jameis and bet on him for another year? Because the, 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 what everyone is saying is this is his first year in the offense. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's still learning the offense. Give him another chance. And other people are saying, fuck that. Go with the draft. Go get you somebody fresh to start off with this new offense. Then other people are saying, go get you a veteran. Go sign a veteran that, that the team is already built. It's set. Everything is good. All you need is a quarterback. Then other people are saying, get you like a one-year veteran and then still draft somebody to come in and kind of learn the ropes and eventually at the middle to end of the season start them. What do you think that the Bucks should do? James said, yeah, I know that. I, I feel like they need to let him go wherever he want to go. I feel like they should draft. If they feel like that, if they feel like their team is set and ready to compete right now, I feel like they should get them a veteran quarterback if they can. Like you said, maybe Tom Brady, anybody that they feel like. Phillip Rivers. Yeah, Phillip Rivers, a quarterback that can throw the ball, though. You know what I'm saying? They can, you know, not count Newton, like one of those. Mm -hmm. Um, And and see if they can – and draft the quarterback and let the quarterback learn behind that quarterback for a year – that veteran quarterback for a year or two. This is my issue with Jameis. Like, I know I was in Tampa for three years. I got to watch Jameis up close and personal. And it's really sad to me to see him throw 30 interceptions because Jameis actually has the ability to play great. He got all the intangibles, all the things that you need. But I think his issue truly is mental. Like, either he doesn't understand the game, it's moving too fast for him, or he really panics you know he panics and he makes a lot of bad decisions 
Like I, I used, to, it used to piss me off because I'm looking at his ability. I'm looking at his body. I'm looking at, you know, he, he's got a cannon on him. You know what I'm saying? He can make accurate throws. He can run. You know, he, he can do everything. But the bad decisions is what's causing him to look like a And I'm just like, why won't he just take a sack sometime? Like, sometimes you just got to take a sack over an interception. And that has to be true. Yet, so it's making me question whether he understands football. Like, he, do you understand that you have to live to play another down? You can't put your team in certain positions. Like, you are the brain of the operation. So what if you don't get this first down? Get off the field. You got a good defense. You know what I'm saying? You got this line, this D lineman is getting sacks. Like the defense, you know, their secondary still ain't great like it is, but they had enough to help them get back on the field and play the next possession. And when you t- turn the ball over, and he had seven, I believe, pick sixes. Like, just get rid of those. No more pick six. You can't make those bad decisions when you in the, when you in the other team's territory. You got you got first and, and, and ten on the 25. You can't throw that slant pick. That's a touchdown for them. There are just certain balls that shouldn't be thrown when you're in a certain field position where you know damn well it's going to end up a touchdown. You know? And he's still in five making those bad decisions. So I don't I feel like if he goes somewhere, I feel like it's going to be a Ryan Tannehill situation. And not to say, he's like, I think I would pick Jameis over Ryan Tannehill any day of a fucking week because Ryan Tannehill has never been a quarterback. The reason that we're seeing a good Ryan Tannehill this year is because he has figured out how to manage the game. You know, a team isn't making him throw 40 times a game. They got a good run game. They got all these things going on. And he has learned to be a quarterback. He was never a quarterback in Miami. He was a No, no, no. He's always known how to manage the game. He just ain't know how to win the game. Clay, he never yeah. bad decisions, not the yeah. interceptions, because Tannehill wouldn't just throw the ball away like that's why I said he can manage he the game to make certain throws. Yeah, he can't win a game. And so now with this team right now, all he has to do is manage the game because they can run it down your throat and their defense is good. And, and then if we if we want to go down the field, we can only we can only go down the field during play action and we'll be good. Yes. And and the first route got to be open. That's what I what what I learned about Tannehill too. He does he still can't throw, go through his progressions. Whatever the first call is, if that receiver is not open, he's gonna get sacked. He's gonna get sacked. But I respect the sack. I respect it over you throwing a ball and getting a pick because you panicking and you don't know what to do. Tannehill be getting his ass chopped up. Niggas be hitting him hard as fuck because he literally staring down that first route, that first read, waiting for it to be open, hoping that it get open, and then, bam, he gets fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But you can't even – I respect that more than the interception, period. And Jameis is out here throwing interceptions, and that's the problem. He had 30 touchdowns this year, and then 30 interceptions, seven pick sixes. Come on, bro. Yeah, you got to go. You got to play better. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's going to turn around. I don't know if he needs another year. But what I do know is they love to get rid of the black quarterback. So if you have a – whether he stays or goes, if he has another year like he had this year, oh, he's out the league. 
No one's going to trust them anymore. They're not going to respect them. They give white boys double and triple chances. The black quarterback, once they can say you dumb, <laughs> you don't get it, oh, you out of here. That's I think he, I think, I think he can build back up for 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 five, six years if he wanted to. And if, if he, if they want him to start, a lot of teams let him be the backup if that's something he would accept. Just like, oh, that. huh? I don't know if he could accept that. Yeah, that's the only thing. Most of them can't accept that. Like, like RJ three cool being the backup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, most people don't accept being the backup. If Jameis was to leave Tampa, what do you think a good landing spot would be for him? Because, you know, Belichick, there was rumors that he was trying to get Andy Dalton, and people was like, for what? But I think Andy Dalton's a decent quarterback. I do. I still do. And I think that if he was on the Patriots and he fell into their system and Belichick taught him exactly what needed to be happening, he had everybody like robots, because I've spoken to lots of Patriot players, and the one thing they tell me is, you literally have to be anal about exactly – if he tells you to do a five-yard five slant, you know, you have to do it to a T. Like, you, your toe can't be past a certain grass uh, blade on the route because it's, you should be able to do it blind. And I think that he could be good in, Tampa, in uh, New England. I think he could be good in Chicago. Who? Uh, 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 Jameis. Could be good at who? New England? Yeah. If he was on the <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> you laughing way too hard, my nigga. No. Hold on. Am you am I No, 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 fuck that. No, 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 no. You the one of the most intricate offensive systems. I think it could be a helpful thing. Oh, no, no, no. That requires you being anal yes. about the offense, about the about your decision. I think someone being literal and anal about things, and, and no shade, I think this has a lot to And I'm not saying he has special needs. I'm not saying that. I'm gonna I'm gonna reference it to children with special needs, and the way that I've seen them thrive is if they have a system where it is this is all you're going to do on this play, and you tell them something that they this is it right here. You do this every single play. I think it could help him get out of his own way of thinking on his own and doing what he wants to do, what he thinks is best. Does that make sense? I can see where you're going with that. I do see where you're going. Saying somebody who can simplify for him and make him say, I only do this. But I, but I understand that. But New England offense, from what everyone says, is complex and it has options in every route. You don't get those options. No, you don't get see, the whole thing. See, that's what I'm saying. So now you're saying that you want him to change the offense for Jameis. That's why. But that's. You got, a, you got a headset in your ear for a reason. They're going to tell you exactly who to throw it to. You don't throw it to nobody else on this play. This is what's going to be open right here. We're going to do this bang eight real quick. That's what you throw, and that's going to be open. We know what their defense is. We know how they're going to move. This is the open route. Don't even fucking think about throwing it nowhere else, Jameis. 
So with that. That ain't no that ain't one of you know Super Bowl. They not signing him. Hell no. I mean, I don't think they are. I just think that a structure is what could help him. Somebody like literally telling him exactly what to do where he's not making any decisions. So you pick the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see anybody into a great quarterback. That's if you went to the Patriots and went out and, got, and turned into a great quarterback, I would be like, wow. If he, yeah. <laughs> That's it. He got to be the go. He, he's the go. He do that. Yeah. So let's move on to a little bit of playoffs. Last week, we didn't get to discuss the playoffs, but did you? So, so last week, I'm going to tell you my picks and who I had winning the games. You can tell me. I had um, <clears throat> I had the Bills beating the Texans, close, close game, but I had the Bills winning, and they should have won that game. They lost the game. They fucked it up. No, 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 uh, they had no adjustments in the second half. I had the Titans beating the Patriots. That was easy to me. That was easy. I knew that was going to be a win. I had <laughs> – I had the Vikings beating the Saints, and the reason I had that is just flat-out weapons and defense. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the Saints' defense is as good as people try to say they are, and, and the Saints' offense has just been a little tricky to me. And you know I'm a Drew Brees. Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback. I, I stopped believing in them a long time ago. And then I also had – I actually had the Eagles beating the Seahawks, but when Wentz went down, all bets was off after that. But they still was in the game. They was they still made it a game, and that's why I'm so mad. Like, damn, if Wentz would have played, they would have probably beat them. So, who'd you have winning those four games? You already know I had the Texans. Of course you did. I had the Patriots. Wow. But yeah, I thought I thought I thought they were gonna come through and make this and, 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 and knock the Titans off. I cannot. Yeah. I thought the Saints were going to get their revenge. Mm. I did think the Saints were going to get their revenge. Yeah, that, that helped. And I had put, you know, Russell Wilson. I, I feel like that was going to pull through. So you went 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not bad. I went 50% as well, but there's an asterisk by my loss with the Eagles. No, no, no. Oh, it was something you said. I, I would have changed my bet. If he was injured, if he wasn't playing the game, I would have never picked it, them to win. But, you know, you got to play with who you got. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, so this week, now we tomorrow's games are the Vikings 49ers, Titans Ravens. So let's start Vikings 49ers. Who you got in this game? And why? It's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be a good game. I. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got the Vikings. I knew you would. You've been on. You've been on the Vikings dick all season, my nigga. I don't even know if you've recognized it. I you, have. You to be the Cowboys, even like. I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. Oh, uh, you a fan? Yeah, I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. Cause he get dis. Cause he get disrespected year after year. It was valid. A lot of times it was valid. You have to you have to understand that that there were some big games and, and, and that's why I feel like he was given the eighty four million. He was given that money to win games like he did last week. You know, like that's just what it is. And he came through and won. I was a little worried about them winning the game because if Cook was out there running back, I was just like, Whoa, that means this is gonna be all on cousin's shoulders. He gonna actually have to win the game. He did it. He did that in the regular season. 
In the beginning of the season, though, they was getting their ass whooped. You remember the whole locker room turned on them and was shitting on him. Thielen was shitting on him. Stephon Diggs was shitting on him early. Don't act like I, I know these niggas personally. And I know After Stephon Diggs made that comment, and he made him and Stephon Diggs had that altercation from that next week on. They've been balling. Because of this. But the reason that they, it was being said was because he was playing like shit. He was. He was playing bad. People going to play bad. But I'm saying, but from then on, even when Cook was hurt, because mm-hmm. was doing. Schedule has a lot to do with that as well. This was a big win. This was a this was a statement win for him. This right here proves he's worth every dollar of the eighty four million. Because nobody had them beating the Saints. This is, again, for you, this was a step in the process for Kirk Cousins getting ready to try to go to the Super Bowl. This just was another step in the process. Well, I got the 49ers winning this week. So this is that, that was their last step in going to the Super Bowl. I'm picking the 49ers. Better team to me, better quarterback to me, better defense. No question. What has Jimmy done better than? What has Jimmy G done better than Kirk? Win games. How many playoff games Jimmy G won? And we can't do that. We can't do that. talking about this year. You can't do that. I seen a nigga. I seen a nigga analyzing the playoff game. <laughs> and the nigga said the reason Aaron Rodgers and this is no shame because we'll talk about the the the, the uh, Packers and the Seahawks game. But the nigga said. The reason Aaron Rodgers was going to win against the Seahawks is he has more home playoff wins than all the other quarterbacks in the league in the playoffs. Nigga, this is all young outside of cousin. All these other quarterbacks, young as shit. Of course, he got more home wins. That was just that was a dumbass example. People use dumb stats, and I just go off a game. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo has proven that he can game manage and he can also make big plays and big moments. You've seen it. You've seen it. And then when that defense is giving them extra possessions like they be doing, the field position that they be putting this nigga in, he ain't coming out there getting field goals every single time they in the red zone. This thing is getting touchdowns. 30 push-ups. <laughs> For this game? No knees. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> I got the 49ers winning solely, solely, solely. Because you can you can argue about who's the better quarterback. There can be an argument because is not proven. Neither is Kirk Cousins. So you could argue about who's a better quarterback. Neither one of them is proven in the playoffs. Neither True. you can also argue about who has the better weapons. I happen to think that he has that that um cousins has better receivers because I think Stephon Diggs is better than any receiver on the 49ers. It's no shade because they have great uh, receivers. I just think Stephon is better. Thielen is injured, might not play. Cook, injured, wounded, a little sketchy. Cook playing, Cook playing. Oh, got, got to. Whatever's wrong with you. You got to take the shots or quarters or whatever you got to do. You play in these games. The defense it ain't even a fucking question whose defense is better. And Kirk Cousins going to have some dogs on his neck the whole fucking game. No knees? Okay. Next game. Uh, 
Titans, Ravens. Who you got? Man, I'm scared. Scared of what? The way they did the Patriots, man. The way they competed against the Patriots, that shit is scary. Do you think the Titans defense is good enough to stop Deshaun Watson? You think they're disciplined enough? Because it's Ravens, Ravens, Lamar Jackson. And the reason is because I haven't seen the, – the closest discipline I've seen of any defense playing against the Ravens is the 49ers. And when, you, when I talk about discipline, I talk about whenever you see – like your, your D-line, it's a lot of idiots in the NFL. They dumb. They don't even know when a screen is being set up on them. Niggas see the offensive line just let them go, and these niggas just feed, five, four, four. Nigga, it's a screen. You don't finna sack this nigga. Like, look for what the, the fucking running back is. The 49ers have a disciplined defense. They play well. I don't think the Titans are disciplined. I think they're a good defense. They're a sneaky good defense. Like, people underestimate them. But I don't think that they're going to have enough to stop them. Now, on offense, they will run the fuck out of the ball. They will do a great job of trying to clock manage. But that's the same thing the Ravens about to do. Now, Sproles is out. I think he's out. Is he? He's I got to look and see. I think he's out, but matters none. They just have a great system of running the ball. If they running backs ain't running the ball, their fucking quarterback is running the ball. And if you're not disciplined enough to keep him in the pocket, and we've seen now that even some teams keep him in the pocket, and now the nigga's making good throws. Like, he's throwing out of the pocket. We have not seen a game where he was kept in the pocket, though, because the nigga's getting 100 yards. Anytime you let him get 100 yards, you're probably going to so the best chance they would have is keeping him under 100 yards and making him throw for under 200 yards. I just don't. And then Ryan Tannehill, is not, he's not going to make no, no amazing plays. You need your quarterback to step in sometimes when you have a big battle like this. You need somebody battle-tested, somebody you can go to war with. This was Tannehill. I don't give a fuck about that playoff game that he had in Miami. He didn't get them to the playoffs. Matt Moore did. This is his legit first time getting his team to the playoffs. Even though he came in four or five games to the season, I'm still giving him this respect that he got his team to the playoffs. Yes, he did good. He did good. He's still not great. He's still he's. Did you see they listed the quarterback in, in order of skill or talent or, or whatever you want to call it on and they didn't even put Tannehill in it. They just I mean, five. Just, just stay with your what? Just stay with the props you was giving them. Yeah, he got props. He got just say what the props you was giving him. He, did, he, he, Tom Brady and the Patriots have whooped his ass, and everybody's like, "Well, he won half the games." A lot of them games that the Patriots let the Dolphins win was Week 17 when they rest the niggas, not really playing series. Just they already won the fucking, not going to the wild card game, and the and the Dolphins would win the game, and I would be sitting there like. Like, I'm not finna – we stink. We ain't going nowhere. They just let us win. This was a legit win of the Patriots for Tannehill, and I feel like it was a get-back because they, they smacked his ass around all through the AFC East. Respectfully, they are the Patriots, but he got a legit win on Tom Brady and the Patriots in Foxborough. I think it ends here. I think the ride ends here with the Patriots – I mean, with the, with the Ravens. Sunday's games, we have Texans, Chiefs. I feel like I know that you're going to say you got the Texans. Am I wrong? You know who I'm going with. Fuck you, man. Who's the better quarterback, Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes? Who's the better quarterback? Yeah. 
Look, that's the easiest question on earth. I don't know. <laughs> that nigga said, I don't know. Mahomes, Mahomes a better quarterback than him. Mahomes a better quarterback. Mahomes is a better. He, just, he, looks, he looks better. It's like the better toy, the new. I'm a. I'm a Watson fan, fuck no. it. I'm just gonna keep it real. So I I can't so I got the Texas. I got the Texas over the Chiefs, period. Fuck what you talking about. They played earlier in the year and it was a pretty close game and the Texans won. Do we both agree that Texans is a completely different team? Like they literally are nothing. They're a shell of themselves. They are struggling to score points. We just saw them struggle with the Bills. They had a donut in the first half. Like you ain't finna come out here. The the Chiefs are healthy now. They got full squad now. They they we're full, huh? We're full of my play. Oh, okay. It's on. I think this is a great rematch between two great young black quarterbacks in their prime. You know, this is this is great. This is great for me. I I, I this is probably the game I'm looking the most forward to, to be honest with you. And I do and I truly believe that the Chiefs is gonna whoop their motherfucking ass. That's what I think. The the, the, the Texans struggle to score points. The Chiefs oh, time, do not time the Texans struggle, struggle. struggle to score because they don't have anybody to stretch the field. Okay, well, you don't have anybody to stretch the field, people can they can stay close. They can, if Will Fuller's back, if he if Will Fuller playing, he's healthy. We got a different ball game. Mm-hmm. So we got, we already got the best quarterback. And then you add. Well, you know, the Chiefs' weakness, which hasn't been showing up lately, is their secondary. So if Fuller's playing and you got your other wide receiver, gosh, it should be a, it should be a shootout. It should be a shootout, right? I see in the stat, Kansas City only been giving up 11 points a game. And averaging about 30, 33. Yeah. Yeah. I see you should be excited. This should I be a third. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun football. You know, this like, could be a 30 push up pick right here. Oh, God. Or 20. This could be a 20 push up pick here. All right, it's whatever. I got the Chiefs. All right, 20 push up, no knees. All right, all right. I can get uh-uh. no knees. Uh-uh. 30 is going to be a struggle. <laughs> I can get you 20. I know you used to be on your knees, but we gonna do something different this time. Nigga, out of here, Seahawks, Packers. This is in Green Bay. They have gone out and asked for volunteers to come and help shovel out the stadium. That's how bad it is. The snow. It is awful. It is awful. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be snowing. It's going to be nasty. Seahawks have they don't they don't win in Green Bay. They don't they they don't beat them. But this is a playoff game. Who you got? Marshawn Lynch, one hundred and twenty nine yards. Why? Why would you? Two tubs. There you go. It's snowing. This is the perfect game for somebody like Marshawn Lynch to come on through and be like that fat boy did for y'all. <laughs> I'm excited. I got Russell Wilson beating Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay getting his first row win. And, oh, man, this is going to be this, – this might – I know you were hyped about the last game. This might be the game of the week. I feel like this game is going to be one of those games where the talent – you're not going to be able to get to see the talent because, because 
of the weather. But one thing I do know is Aaron Rodgers is is this is his this is his element. He can throw the ball in freezing conditions. We've seen this, you know. I feel like what Russell Wilson is going to be challenged at throwing the ball. We we just saw him barely beat the Eagles without Carson Wentz. We just saw Garoppolo beat him. We we we've been watching people take Russell down, and valid points can be made about the, what what weapons he has, and it's all on his shoulders. But he's great. This ain't new to him. This is this is what he does. He's a great quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer already, Super Bowl champion. You know. So now you have an opportunity to slay the dragon because a lot of people would have trouble. It was always oh shit, Patriots, man. No matter who you be, you're gonna have to go through them Patriots at some point. The Patriots out of there. I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for Aaron Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl because now he don't gotta slay that dragon if he does get there. He's the most qualified, most seasoned veteran quarterback playing right now today. He's not the best, but he is the greatest right now. He's the greatest. Who else got a Super Bowl? Brother Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Tom Brady. No, no, no. Right now. Him and Russell. That's it. Oh, yeah, him and Russell. I was in the playoffs right now. Yeah, right now. So, oh, yeah, just him and Russell. This is it. The only, these only two that know what it's like to get there right now and what it takes. And they got to meet. It's sad they got to meet here, but whatever. It is what it is. Well, who you got? I got Aaron Rodgers. I got the I got the savvy veteran coming through, getting this win at home in the snow. It's unfortunate, but I definitely have it. We got a good day. This is gonna be a good day for us to watch football okay. because I okay. definitely got Russell Wilson. Yeah, too. So so we disagree on one, two, three games. The only one Man. we agree on the only one we agree on is the Titans Ravens. And that's the one. That's my toss-up game. I don't be knowing if I want to go to the Ravens or the Titans because the way the Titans lived against the Patriots. I'm, I'm, but it's man. the Patriots, dog. It's the, it was the Patriots. They didn't want no smoke with that man running that ball like that. And they had nothing to come back with with Tom Brady. Yes, man. Yeah. They're going to have a dog run with them. It's going to be a runoff. That's a run They've proven that they the best. They 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 ain't lost a game. They I don't want to bet like against what, ten games in a row. I'm on a Lamar bandwagon. I'm a, I like to watch him play. He, I, I you know I, I told you he way better than Vic. I, I was telling you. So oh man, I'm glad. Let me ask you right now. Let me say this. Yeah, check that shit. I'm listening. He still needs to be better at throwing the ball decision-making, and progressions. However, he is what the NFL should look like at quarterback from here on. It should be black. It should be running the fucking ball like that, disrespectfully, and it also should be able to throw from the pocket. I respect a quarterback that could do both. He has proven that he is better than anybody thought he was at throwing the ball, but he's still not great. However, you don't got to be great when you're running the ball like that. You just got to make sure these niggas know you, like, you can throw the ball. You ain't just um. When you say he's not great, what do you mean by saying he's not great? What do you say? He's not great. The reason that he runs a lot of times is because he can't make certain throws. He's not, he's afraid to put those balls in those small windows and those pockets. And so he's like, shit, I ain't going to take that risk. Respect, nigga, because you can run. And he takes it. 
That shit you saying sounds good. If that was the case, then the defense would be set up to stop the run with no problem because they know he couldn't throw a no small window like they did Michael Vick and Tim Tebow and all the other quarterbacks. small windows in this NFL, nigga. You already know the receiver already got the advantage. If you know where your receiver is going, and a lot of these teams are so dumb, they playing it man-to-man. Anytime you play in a quarterback that's not great, he's only in his second year playing, and you play man-to-man, he already knows before he hikes the ball who's open. When you play a zone, that's what the fucking 49ers was doing. He don't know who open. He going to have to see what's going on, who's dropping in what holes, and know that he got to play a game. When you play man-to-man, he going to kill you. And if he don't feel like he can make a throw, the teams are undisciplined. How many points did you score against San Francisco? I think it was like – 15, 18, it was a low scoring game. Like 12 to 15. I don't know what that score, but it was dumb. Dumb low. And respectfully, because both teams was trying to do the same thing to each other. They was trying to clock manage and see who was gonna have the ball last. And it was bad weather, you know what I'm saying? That that played a little push. I think that remember I told you that's my Super Bowl pick long time ago. 49ers, Ravens. That's that's still my Super Bowl pick. To this day, um, the score was uh, 20 to 17. It was a great game. I loved it. It was fun to watch everything. I think that Lamar Jackson is what the future of the quarterback position should look like black, no. headed, uh, rude, a little bit cocky. I'm glad you're coming around. What do you mean coming around? He made me come around. I told you once I started seeing him, no team, they didn't know how to stop the run. So he never really had to throw consistently in games. When teams started getting smarter and trying to play him better, like teams that knew that, they, that you know, they wanted to see him throw and he beat them throwing the ball, that's when I gave him his props. I don't just give niggas props. No, you got to earn them props. And he fucking earned it. Period. I've seen this before. I saw this with, with uh, Colin Kaepernick. I've seen this type of game, not as far as running. Colin Kaepernick was a better thrower than him, had a stronger arm than him, as well did not run the ball better than him. And Colin Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl the same way he lost because they schemed against him running the ball. Kaepernick has a stronger arm. Yes. But Kaepernick's not a better thrower than him. Yes, he is. No. Kaepernick is, Kaepernick is like Cam Newton. No. They, he's nowhere near Cam Newton and running the ball. Cam Newton's No, you not. Are you going to let me finish? Go ahead. He's like Cam Newton as far as they have strong arms, but they lack touch. No. To he, me. Cam Newton. To me. I agree with that statement with Cam Newton. I don't agree with that with Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With Cap, too. I feel, I feel like. That's what separated Lamar Jackson. To me, he has more touch, and he don't mind making a quicker decision with with going through the progression. Like he'll go when I watch Lamar Jackson, he'll go to a second read quicker. He'll to me when I watch him, he'll go to the second. But that's listen to what I'm telling you. That's because a lot of teams try to play them man to man, and it's way easier. It's so because it's hard to run zone. It's hard to run zone when the quarterback runs like he runs. Not if you're disciplined. It's not. It's all about discipline and people staying in their spots and knowing what a, these 
Players want to make a play. Linebackers. These niggas, instead of dropping to where they're supposed to be, these niggas is running on. I'm about to sack this nigga. No, you're supposed to stay where you at because he's going to run to you. That's what I'm saying. And he juke you, and now it's wide open. They got the perfect team because they got a running back that like running in between the tackles and don't mind running in between the tackles. It's all perfect. So it's hard to stay in that zone. So you try to tell them to stay in the zone and don't help. But it's hard when it's four yards, four yards. There's multiple zones. There's matchup zones. There's three weak. There's four. There's a lot of different. You you trick him. You don't just stand in man. And when you're in man, everybody. No, I'm saying I'm not questioning. You're not. I'm saying this. Those teams try to run zone, but it's hard when you got a running back that's disciplined. Like Ingram is disciplined. It's and Andrew hard to disciplined. Have players that are not disciplined. They want to be the guy that sacked him, that made the big play. The play will come to you. And they yeah, I'm not talking that. about sacking him. See, that's not the thing. See, the not thing is not even even like tackles for losses. Everything. A lot of these players blow their wide, they blow their position, put the defense in a compromising situation, thinking that they got it. Like, oh, I know what this is. I'm gonna do this, and the next you know, you juked, and now this nigga done ran for 20 yards because you stupid. I mean, he does that, but I, for me, my kid, to me, the kid is not that. To, to, to me. The key is the constant four-yard, four-yard runs, four-yard yeah, runs. You got to move the ball. You know what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that's what make it hard for them to stay in zone because when you stay zone, that means those players are locked into those areas. So when you play – no, I'm Not saying even you run – even you run matchup zone, I know you can run – you can run – it's different kinds of zones. Let me play – I know it's different kinds of zones. It don't matter how different the zone is. It's still not like man. At some at some point, it got to show. You can't. Man, I'm telling you, like you can say, be a situational defense. It should never be your scheme unless you scoring a whole. You got a quarterback like that. We've never seen the quarterback like you can say that, but we never seen a quarterback like him. Nothing. Michael Vick ain't close. No, we ain't seen no quarterback like that. Yeah. Period. What you haven't seen is an offense ran specifically for this. Michael Vick was this. If they ran an offense in, in Atlanta that was strictly for him, we would have seen this. And I understand you don't agree. That's fine. We disagree on that. My whole thing yes. is, we're going we to see. And I, and, and I want to I I see what type of defense, because they're going to the Super Bowl. They're going. We agree on that? I hope so. The only way they don't go to the Super Bowl is if they fuck up. If somebody gets hurt, somebody they should be in the Super Bowl. Deshaun, it depends on what kind of player Deshaun Watson made. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. We out of here, dog. We not finna do this. So. <laughs> fucking Texas ain't scored more than 28 points twice this whole season, dog. Get out of here. Deshaun is struggling. He, he, it ain't all there. And I'm probably finna let you compare this, dog. It's rude. It's goddamn rude. <laughs> Oh, you one game down. You hear me? One game down. <laughs> I you. Oh, man. I love it. It's fucking 3 o'clock in the morning, dog. We got to get out of it. I think we was one hours, my nigga. Look, two hours long. I told you. That's why I try to tell you at every time. Bro, it was like, no, nah, we be talking like we ain't seen each other in eight years. Right. It's all good, though. But, you know, we, 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 we got three games we disagree on. So we, we somebody going to win this week. 
Last week was 50-50. We, you know, we, we split. Yeah, but well, we, I need my 20 push-ups. No knees. I need mine too. I don't give a fuck how big your shoulders looking right now, nigga. You see it? You see it? With the E game in the fresh face, y'all see? Oh, shit, look at the sharpness. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go to DC. I just I put a little, little gel, a little agitrol through my shit up in a little bun. I it looked better than how your shit looked yesterday when I called you your ass. They told me yesterday, you said, What's wrong with you? And I said, well, <laughs> Why your hair look like that? Nigga, I don't have no edge control on. Damn. Be air. Oh, sisterhood. Ellen, I got to look proper and presented all day. What an edge control there, goddamn. It was nowhere to be found, nigga. My hair was all over the place. But look, look oh. what I did for y'all. I done brushed it up. The bun. Nice and neat. Put it That's in that office. For y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's I got you. That's an office bun. This an office bun? Yeah. <laughs> this is cute. This is so big. But anyway, I appreciate Yeah, but we're going to get out of here, man. I appreciate you joining me, getting on for me. Um, I guess we might have to record next week so we can argue about who won the game. I'm going to do my best. I'm actually going to go to New York next week. So if I do. What day are you going? I think I'm, I'm probably going to either try to go out early, like a 6 a.m. flight on Wednesday. If I do that, and I can catch brilliant idiots. I can get on their podcast. But if I don't catch, uh, if I don't catch brilliant idiots, there's no point in me going out there till Thursday. So if not, the only reason I would go on Wednesday is to, to be on brilliant idiots. And if not, I'm gonna go out there on Thursday. And you go on Thursday. You stay how long? I, I might just stay till Sunday. That's the latest okay. I would say. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably watch the playoffs out there. I'm gonna watch the Conor McGregor fight out there. Yeah, I'm going to be out there. Cowboy. Homegirl's Doris, her birthday is today officially. Happy birthday, Doris Bay from Boston. Happy birthday. That's the one I met. Uh, you met Doris? Did you meet Doris? Is that the one I met? The dark, tall one? Stay in New York? She live in Boston. No, 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 no. Boston. That was Kim. That was Kim. Kim. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was Kim. But yeah, Doris, uh, you haven't met Doris. Doris is a African uh, friend of mine. Fat ass. Green eyes, she pretty. As I don't. And but she a diehard Patriots fan, and she's sick right now. She said, she said all these people she ain't never heard from in years, blowing up her phone trying to talk shit just because the Patriots lost. Well, I don't know. I got two options. I'm supposed to go. It's Martin Luther King weekend. I want to go to Lakers and Houston game. I'm trying to see if my homeboy got the hook up and give me some tickets. It's on a Saturday. They play oh. on Saturday the night. You got you got a plug for me? Can you give me tickets? In Houston? Yeah. I could pay for it. I might. I might. I, I had to. Um, you see what's up? I hate reaching out to people in favor. Man, I'll pay, pay for mine. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay for mine. No, I just don't want to pay that. Uh, I know, if, I was, if I was going, it's legit. It's a done deal. But if I'm not going, then it's a legit favor, and I got to pay it back somehow. And I don't know if I feel like paying it back. Man, it's for me, though, Renee. This is for me. Well, we have to talk off air. Oh, we'll uh, that sounds fishy. Oh, yeah, leave that. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk. We'll see. I might be able to pull that. I might, be, but once I get to New York, I feel like I'm just gonna want to stay out there, kick it with my New York friends. I ain't seen a lot of niggas in a long time. 
Because they weather bad. I don't be liking to go to New York when it's cold. The only reason I'm going now is because I was invited to this live show. And I ain't going to say who it is because the niggas don't be promoting my podcast either. So I ain't promoting theirs. But anyway, but yeah, so that's why I'm going. And if Doris fly in from Boston, we're going to celebrate her birthday this weekend. That's why. Okay. This, and I think it's like a three-hour drive, so she might even drive. So if she come, if she pull up, I'm going to stay for the whole weekend. So that's why I'm right. I might not be able to make it. That sounds fun, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. But I don't, that sounds like some old girl shit again. Whatever. We be having fun. We we. It's not like you can't participate or come with us, nigga. You can still link up. They were like, the nigga gay. You know how we do it. <laughs> Alicia's coming too, I believe. You know Alicia. Oh, yeah, I know Alicia. Yeah, look at this. I, I know Alicia. <laughs> you ain't shit. My other fine home girls. <laughs> yeah, she is that. Hey, no bullshit. That's a true story. All right, well, don't yeah. get out of here, man. I appreciate you. All right, y'all. Much love. I'll call you once I finish my outro. All right, later. All right, peace. Yep, so uh, I still never look to see what episode this is, the number I'm going to look right now. But um, I hope that you guys appreciate me getting on. Um, it's not like I hate podcasting or anything like that. I just really folk, put my focus into other things and other stuff that I want to do. And, and, and I will always have a love for sports and journalism and all that. Um, what this say? Oh, it is episode 197. I was right. Ha ha. But um, I appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in and still supporting the bitch, even though I'm in limbo and not sure exactly how long I'm going to podcast. And like I told you before, whenever I get the urge, if you guys constantly hitting me up on social media, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Telling me you want to hear from me about certain topics that will, you know, motivate me to get on as well. So, you know, there's no, there's no shade behind, you know, putting a battery in the bitch back saying, get on the airwaves. We want to hear your opinion. I do appreciate that, that you guys want to hear what I have to say. So if you want to hear me again, uh, just let me know that you you feeling me and you missing me. I'll definitely get on again. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Hey, when you gon' switch the flow? I thought you never asked. Niggas ain't fucking with me and ain't about what the fuck they be rapping about with they look scary ass. Yeah. But to each his own, nigga. Huh. If you like it, I love it. No big, no fee. That boy say he get money. Oh, really? How much they just cut you a check for a million? I'm going back to Cali like big. Go back. About to go get a pound just to smoke. I smoke. They told me to come work on my album. I'm trying to go find out the price on the boat. Okay. My little bitch act like Megan the Stallion. She get on with nasty. She driving the boat. Drive the boat. All this shit that they making be born. Let me something to buy while I ride with the pole. Here you go. Uh, okay. Okay. I needed some shit with some bob in it. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy. Fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits. I'm a hot nigga. Hot. Like this shit for like, you know, the sophisticated ratchet hoe, you know. The ones that go to work by day then, you know. Dance in the mirror by night. Ha! I needed some shit with some okay, let's go. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth, watch the swerving, that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good pussy, fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli, I did it legitly. I'm still with the shits, I'm a hot nigga. Oh, you asking for pictures with niggas? What's your name? Get the fuck out the spot, nigga. Trying to figure which deal I'ma take. I woke up a couple mil on my